Coming up on the sports hall, Maddie eats pizza like a slob, Jim tosses a homeless guy's salad, and Luke hosts the show while high on bath salts. Welcome everybody, it's another edition of the Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me as always, XFL Jim and Maddie Goldberg. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Hey. hey I'm doing Feels pretty good. good. Yeah. I have, I have bad news, but I'm doing good. I don't know if I've brought it up on the show before, but I was planning on going to Vegas and that got like, that got railroaded. I got yeah. steep. So, I don't also don't know if I was talking about this, but when I get into like extreme gambling mode, like I was planning to on Vegas, like hitting craps, tables, roulette, slots, sports betting, the whole thing, I like to smoke cigarettes when I do that. So I was I was prepping and gearing up for the last two and a half, three weeks. I've been smoking like a pack or two a week uh-huh. so I up for that. So I just got addicted to cigarettes for nothing. That's a shame. Yeah, it really sucks. I don't know, but is it really for nothing? It's cigarettes. They're great. They are awesome. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I used to be oh, a two pack a dayer, man. That's I was all you got. Really one, into that. One year, one year I went with Scott Bowser. He's like, "Hey, instead of going to Vegas, you can go to Lachlan, Nevada for March Madness." I went to March Madness in Lachlan, Nevada. It, hey, it's still basketball. There's still a sports book. The beds might have like be uncomfortable and have weird hair in it, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's still March Madness. I'm going to Council Bluffs, Iowa, for that weekend. So. Yep. If people who don't know about Council Bluffs, I lovingly refer to it as an armpit of a city. Um, but it's got a sports book, though. Got a sports got a sports book. How far is that from you? Um, so it's like it's literally connected to Omaha. So it's only about to get to Council Bluffs. It's maybe like two and a half, three hours. Jeez. Drive. Drive. Not bad. That's insane. I mean, it's not. No, these games are great, by the way. Even this week, there was a buzzer beater last yesterday. We were watching a brawl. I mean, March Madness is great. Like, I fucking love it. I I go through depression when the NFL season's over, but like once this March Madness starts kicking, I I'm booing parlays. I'm betting. I'm hitting overs. First half overs. Ah, oh, it's so good. These kids, uh, these kids, got blessed with their three pointers, and it's a fun time. Not Jim, uh, so you said there's a brawl in action as we speak. What is happening? Yeah, right versus now? Wagner versus a college named Bryant for the NEC championship. Four minutes to go. Brawl in the stands. I just put it on just, ESPN too. They're still like breaking it up. It's like a 40 minute delay. I had this game on in the background while I was just kind of like chilling in my hotel room, getting ready for the podcast. And all of a sudden, I I, I look up and the brawl's just starting right now. They're they're the, the players are playing right now and they just put it on pause. Like there's a brawl going on at the stands. Just, apparently like, they Wagner bust in some fans yep. and uh, they're Staten getting steamrolled and not having a great time. And the Bryant fans were just letting them have it. And a brawl started out. The Wagner players tried to try and get involved. Yeah. You know, it's stupid though. Like ESPN too. You got South Dakota, South Dakota state. My boy's got a couple hundred bucks on the game. I don't even know who he bet on, but I know he put money on this game. Like, there's nothing on. Put the fucking game on. What are you doing, ESPN, <laughs> dude? You're sleeping on the job. It, you it's like, it's to supposed ESPN to be madness. It's madness. I also want to give a shout-out to International Women's Day. Is this a player? I want to say, I want to say thanks to all the ladies out there for oh, wearing yeah. skirts in the summertime, wearing your cute little high heels. And, you know, showing off your boobies and your cleavage, like, 
Shout out to you, woman, today. That's right. Well said, Maddie. That's well very, said. very mature of me. You it's are. 2022. All right, guys. So a lot, a lot of news happening. Yeah. Uh, well, the biggest thing today, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. That's huge. Thoughts and feelings, thoughts and feelings, Jim. I think it's a huge move. I think generally if you're on any, if you're the team trading away a decent to great quarterback, you're probably generally losing that trade. And I think the Seahawks very much lost this trade. I think the Broncos are a playoff team now easily. Yeah. They've been a quarterback away. For the last, I don't know, since Peyton Manning left, it yeah. feels like. And I feel like they're poised to really take that next step. This this really comes down to, is Jerry Judy as good as we think he is? I love his game. I, he, You know, he, he drops a few passes here and there, and he's a little thin, but I love his game. I love their other receivers. I love Javante Williams. They got a very solid D. I think the AFC West is the greatest quarterback division of all time. I've never seen four top 10 quarterbacks in one division where you're like, Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback and he's the worst quarterback in that division. It's insane. The quarterback play. Uh, I think what Seattle was thinking is like, look, we had two bad seasons. Yes. Russell Wilson is great. We love him, but we're not winning. We probably have to rebuild. Like, let's just break it down. We're not going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. Let's just gut it and start over and hopefully get lucky. I don't know. Like, giving away Russell, I mean, he's a borderline Hall of Famer. You're giving away a borderline. Those guys don't grow on trees. Well, they got a couple first-round draft picks for this. Yeah, too. This isn't a great quarterback class. Well, it's not the class, but think about it. Who's waiting? What team needs, like, several first-round draft picks I mean, if to you, acquire if, their if quarterback? you think, like, Kenny Pickett is going to replace Russell Wilson. No, 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 no. They could trade for uh, Watson. They could. They could but, package those dra- uh, draft yeah. picks I, for Watson. I think they're, they're going to probably tank this season and get, you know, just stock up, stock up draft picks. And I don't know what they're going to do, but I think they realize, like, hey, we're not, we're not there yet. You know, like we're we're not the Legion of Boom anymore. Our our glory days are over. We might as well start over. And it was a tough decision, and now the Broncos are kind of all in, but they're in a really rough. I mean, you got to beat the Chiefs. You got to beat the Raiders. You got to beat. I mean, let's not forget how good Justin Herbert is. That might be the toughest division. It is by far. I mean, you got four great quarterbacks. I mean, Carr had a great year. Yeah, under all the situations, he had a tremendous year. I wouldn't uh, sneeze at the Chargers or Broncos defenses either. They're great. I mean, Herbert's only going to get better. You know, I love I love the Chargers. They just their coach has to learn how to coach and stop taking so many chances and just let the game come to them. No. But, no, you like it. No, no I love the game. Uh, here's, <laughs> another, here's another thought I had as I was eating pizza, which you guys got to see me finish. Yeah, pizza thank you with. for that privilege. You guys love watching me. I know that. It's kind of hot. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers decided to stay with the Packers today because he was like, hey, there's so many good quarterbacks in the AFC. Like, who's left in the NFC right now? You got Stafford. You know, the Rams aren't going to be as good as they were last year. 
Who else plays quarterback in the NFC? So why would you go to the AFC team? Like, sir, the Titans have a, you know, they're a quarterback away. But who's good in the NFC? Who plays quarterback that's any good? Dak Prescott is probably the second best now. I mean, that's not Just saying. Just you wait, Maddie. Just you wait until one Jamison Williams yeah. comes in and lights the league on fire. Right. I mean, but yeah, but still, who's, who? I would say the top, except for Aaron Rodgers, the top 10 quarterbacks are all in the AFC. I'd put Matt Stafford up there. Yeah. 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 And maybe, uh, and Prescott. And like Who, early season, Kyler Murray. <laughs> I don't know. He, he I, that, that whole letter was very odd. It is, but I would still put like September, October, Kyler Murray up there. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah. Instagram manipulation is now a, uh, bargaining tool. Damn right. I, I was more shocked about the Aaron Rodgers situation because I was excited to see him go to another team and I was a little shocked by that. But, and I guess I was shocked by the Russell Wilson thing too. Uh, I mean, money though for Aaron Rodgers. That's a yeah. shitload of money. Um, what, what, what was it? Did he did take a new contract? Four year, 200 mil. Whoa. Oh, wild. so they were right. They said this. I didn't, when they announced it, they didn't have the details yet. So I didn't see it. But well, yeah. doesn't that bother you if you're a Packer fan just because? you're going to have to cut some players. Maybe, but you usually like it's the quarterback and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. I feel like I know, but you're still going to have to cut some guys. You can probably cut some chaff. I don't fucking know. I mean, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, they gave Joe Flacco a lot of money and then they fell apart because they had to cut like three or four key players to pay him. That's also Joe Flacco though. Aren't you yep. optimistic if you're Green Bay because there's no drama this offseason? He got this done early. Yeah, now it, you it can is sort great. of just focus it, it, on the rest of the offseason here. I agree that with that. Nice. I agree with that. But uh, you know, it was, you know, you're you're in a log jam of quarterbacks in the AFC. Like you're I'm like, I forgot about, you know, you forget about uh Josh Allen, you know, he could be the best of the best. Like you forget yeah. about how good all these guys are. Um, in the NFC, yeah. by the way, Maddie, you forgot to mention XFL legend Taylor Heineke. Just there, there. you go. Mm, slipping that pizza's going to your head. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think the Russell Wilson thing? What do you what do you think this puts Pete Carroll now? He's like 78 years old. I don't understand. He's gonna why fucking retire people. in two years. I don't understand. I mean, I don't people. understand why you would even coach any more i mean no. it's, it's a total rebuild unless they uh trade for watts if they trade you for watts and then they're right back in it but you're, you're a hundred i don't get like why you trade for watson watson's like just a downgraded russell wilson to me yeah i i i don't know why Pete carroll would you even have him as a coach like i could see maybe him go like if there's a team that might need a contender like a contending team and they're like you bring him in for a year or two and hope to catch magic but this is going to be a three, four year rebuilding process for the Seahawks. He's old as shit. What are you, what are you going to do with them? I mean, I'd rather get a guy in there to get his feet wet now. I mean, I, it bet, is I, weird. Bet, I do bet they make, I bet they make a move for Deshaun Watson. That's, that's, that's the I, only that's thing. Otherwise awesome. I can't see Pete Carroll coaching, you know, I feel some, like that's so stupid. Like, Speaking I always of, like to think Russell Wilson's a good guy too, but like, maybe they think he's a diva. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, he's too much drama. Uh, Speaking of the Watson shit, I'm so glad Miami put like any Watson rumors to bed. I'm yeah. very happy that's done. There's no more of that drama going on. 
Well, well Jim, we've found a, a gambler more degenerate than you. Cost himself $10 million. His name's Kelvin Ridley. I respect I'm, that movie. I am, he's, listen, he's, I'm, skyrocketed his way onto my like top 10 NFL players. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> curious to get XFL. I was like, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, I'm curious to know what XFL Jim has to say about this. So well, what do you have to say? From my normal like point of view, he just sounds like he was bored waiting around wanting to fucking yeah. hit a parlay just to get yeah. some action going, just to make yeah, his yeah. blood flow. And I yep. respect that. I get that. Sometimes I I'm get just it too. Like I need to, I need to make a bet. I need something to get the juices flowing. Something to like get you up in the morning. It's, I don't think it's, it's a big it's deal. Very risky, risking yes. a ten million plus dollar contract. No. Wait, so he the, uh, he had parlays that included the Falcons. Yeah, one Falcons bet. Uh, but uh, here yeah. here's my here's but he wasn't my playing time. The the league has to punish him more than they should because they have to set an example because they just can't have like a, a legitimate player doing this. Like they have to be like, this guy fucked up. No, yeah, it was no big deal. He wasn't playing. He put like, he bet what, 1500 on a parlay for fun, whatever. He wasn't even playing, but we have to set an example because we just can't have like an active player do this. So we have to scare everybody. So yes. I kind of get that. But it's pretty harsh, considering other things that people go through that get you know to, you know like the domestic abuse and all that shit. Well, it's crazy though that a lot of the stuff they compare the the sentence to is like it's like even uh, fines and sentences from like five ten years ago is a lifetime ago in the NFL. You know, yeah. There's no doubt. Like if the Ray Rice incident, you know, a lot of people are bringing that up. Like you, you only. Sure. It's like if that happened today, he would he would be out of the league. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean he he was anyways, league. but like, well, well, the problem with the Ray Rice is that they there was there was like evidence that they did see the video and they hit it, and then TMZ released it, so then it became a big fucking mess. Yeah, and that uh, was like the big problem there. Well, like, look, I don't blame the guy. He's bored. Who doesn't like to gamble, have a little fun? He's got all the money in the world. He's not he's not compromising the game. He has no insider information. He's just a fan. But at the same time, I understand that you do have to set an example. We're like, okay, we got to punish this guy a lot more than we should because we could never have it really happen. Yeah, I think we should do, if more than anything, because like players like that, they won't do any of those other alternative leagues. He should do fan controlled football. Do that <laughs> yeah. for like a week or two. Because well, yeah. that's the that's the one kind of fun, dumb online league that's cool with players jumping in and out. They had Josh Gordon in there. Oh, yeah, really? I, I didn't, didn't even know that. Yeah, they had Josh Gordon playing for like two, three yeah. weeks last year. I mean, Johnny Manziel was a quarterback. I mean, Calvin Ridley really should play fucking playing the USFL, right? No, because then like He'd have to do the whole supplemental draft, get on contract, and then you don't think a team could just thing. like bid for him. If I don't think the USFL would allow teams to do that because that'd be a huge advantage to one team. That would be in my heart. In amazing. my heart, I'd love for him to go to the gamblers. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody said. Everybody has. <laughs> I'd love for him to just go there, or but I think like honestly, if I was the fan control football league, I'd be fucking reaching out super hardcore. Cause that'd be great promotion for your league. It's just yeah. a fun online thing. And you could just 
have an actual another NFL player in there. Instead, your only big name is Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football. Yeah, that's great. All right. So uh, the Panthers now are uh, accepting offers for McCaffrey. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I think running backs have zero value. Like, they just don't. You need a good running back. You need a Leonard Fournette, a guy like that. But, like, drafting a guy in the top three, like the Giants did with Barkley and McCaffrey, they just it just doesn't equal wins. And they get injured all the time. So you're better off having two solid backs than one superstar back. And it sucks for running backs because they're, they're just going to drop in the draft. You know, their value is not as good as it once was. And it doesn't matter who they are. No, and it's a lot of it's dictated by your line. Yeah. But I also, I think that's why you might just see teams sticking with like, I, I think it's, in my opinion, it's smarter to draft a running back than to trade for one because you're never going to get good value for a trade, it feels like. No. Especially no, I mean, there's no value. There's gonna be, no value. McCaffrey's right. going to be so expensive. I mean, why would you just Barkley? try and draft a guy? I mean, why would you want Barkley? What has he ever done for the Giants that helped him win a game? Every <laughs> once in a while, he has a spectacular run, but he doesn't put Ws. But I think, like, I think if, you put, if you put Barkley behind – like a decent offensive line, I think he'd be one of the best running backs in the league. That's the thing. Yeah, but it's, does he constitute? Like, like Luke was saying, it all comes down to offensive line. But I also think he doesn't really equal wins. Like they realize. No, I don't like, think any running back equals wins. Yeah, the only guy that possibly does is Derrick Henry, and that's because they have to respect the pass. And that's like you know he's great. Don't get me wrong; he's the best running back in the NFL. But you still have to respect the pass for the Titans. So. They still pass the ball, even though I don't like Tannehill at all. Uh, I'm wondering no what, the, what, what the Panthers are going to end up doing because Darnold is just never going to yeah. amount to anything now. No. Uh, no. I think Darnold could actually like say all the jokes you want. I think he could actually, if you get a, a double change of scenery, I think if he was in the XFL, he'd be pretty good. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. If he's in the I've US been a belly, big Darnold stand for a long time, and I thought nah. this, you know, I thought he was going to do it, and early on it looked like, hey, he might turn this ship around, and then he just revert you know, I had right a back buddy, into old big, Sam. I had a Get Darnold to the New York Guardians. I had a buddy who was a big Jets fan, and, like, after week two, he was just like, Maddie, they fucking let this guy go. This organization sucks. I go, dude, give it a few more weeks. I'm telling you. He's like, no, man. They fucked up again. How do you let this guy go? And I'm like, give it a few weeks. And he's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, he just doesn't. It was have a great it. few weeks. He had some good yeah. games early on. He looked like he had corrected a lot of his mistakes. And I mean, then, let's remember yeah. two weeks coming out of the Josh Allen draft. Like him and Josh Allen were basically picked right next to each other. And like you see, like what one guy is doing, what the other guy is doing. And, doesn't even compare. I think, uh, what if they just traded Darnold for Wentz? Wouldn't that be the ultimate? Oh, God. What are you even doing at that point? Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even know what they're going to do with Carson Wentz. It seems like the Colts don't want him. It's, it, it just seems like, I don't know, you ever been to a party and nobody wants you there? You're like, oh, he showed up. And you're just like, you know, that. Like, you know, that's, you that's know who the Colts should Wentz get? Feels like. You know who the Colts should get? Hot take, yeah. Mitch Trubisky. See, everybody's saying he's, he's going to get another shot. I heard even your Guardians, he's going to take over Heineke's job. That's a rumor. I heard Pittsburgh. 
is a possibility, but I do think Trubisky's going to get another shot. I think so too. I think he's I think yeah. he's too good to be a backup, but he's not good enough to be a starter for a bad coach. Well, we'll also see like he might he's going to get a second shot. I mean, another guy might get a second shot is Mariota. I mean, he's floating around too. I mean, I don't know if he's any good, but he might get a second Mariota, shot. man. I, I yeah. Wouldn't he be on like his third? shot or will he be on his third team but he'll get a, a, a chance to start maybe on like pittsburgh that's why tennessee Aye. well tennessee's already fucked up so he's not going to tennessee but i don't know somebody might take a shot on him uh but i think mitch trubisky will get a starting job somewhere i think maybe pittsburgh uh maybe he'll go to tennessee and he'll like put pressure on Tannehill. maybe tampa bay i don't know I know Tampa Bay wanted to get Russell Wilson. They were like trying to see what they could do, but uh, good for Denver. Denver's yeah. got a franchise quarterback for the next five years. And Jerry Judy is one of the greatest route runners I've ever watched. Like yeah, his footwork is insane. Dude, it it was just, funny. It, yeah, he was tweeting today about it when the news of Aaron Rodgers broke. He tweeted out a, a, a frowny face, and then when really? the Russell Wilson news broke, he's like, "Oh yeah, we lit." Like, <laughs> I thought he wished everybody a happy International Women's Day, like a good guy should have. Yeah, see, it's, it's a shame. When I see like Jerry Judy and those guys, it still just blows my mind how good that Alabama receiving class was. Oh, they well, have. Like, all, it always blows my mind that they always had great receivers, even before they had NFL caliber no. quarterbacks. You know. Yeah, I like Jalen Waddle. To, uh, you well, know, they, no, it just it really just took like. Uh, Julio Jones to like break out, and then all of a sudden, the best receivers in the country now want to go to Alabama. Yeah, yeah. well, now they have actual uh, great passing game and quarterbacks. Before it was just that ground yeah. and pound bullshit, but they still yeah. had great receivers back then, too. Oh, the receivers are the best there, Maddie. What's going on with your uh March Madness, the buzzer beaters? What were you betting? Oh, what's well, yesterday on? I missed the parlay by one game. Uh, I think, uh, was it Wolford Law? No, no, fuck. Chattanooga won on the buzzer. Who did they beat yesterday? Furman, wasn't it? Yeah. That game was fucking awesome. Awesome games. Yeah, some of these buzzer beaters are insane. Wright State and just beat Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky missed the buzzer beater. What you're seeing with these conference games is, like, they know each other so well. And the underdog is so scrappy in these conference games. And it's hard for the the mid-conference favorites because the pressure's all on them they have all the pressure because it's like you don't want to have a great regular season and shit the bed in the conference tournament and not make it and for these lower seeds it's like let's just heave it up let's just fucking go so it makes these games really really good and uh i can't wait i can't wait for the brackets i'm sure there's going to be some teams that are going to get in that don't deserve it Ooh, uh, speaking of that, speaking of which, I did throw yeah. $10 on Nebraska to win the Big Ten tournament. So. <laughs> you never know. They've been playing really good. Well, yeah, what they Three had a big upset, row, boys. Right? Um, never know. Yeah. I mean, Michigan oh, I, versus Indiana tomorrow is practically a playoff game. Hell, yeah. I, I took my logic as being Nebraska beating Wisconsin was the first time since 2014 that Nebraska beat a AP top 10 team. That's the – 2014 year, right? was the last time that Nebraska made the Big Ten turn, uh, made the NCAA tournament. 
You know how they have a thing called like first quadrant, like you went your record versus quadrant one. Is Ohio State as Wisconsin considered high quadrant one? I, they gotta be. They were yeah, top ten. Yeah. Yeah. So like a Number lot one. of teams that are good, they're like zero and four against quadrant one teams. Nebraska's got to win. That's pretty yeah. hot. And three wins in a row. Yeah. Who know? What if they just? Yeah, that'd be sweet if they never just know. It up. Oh, uh, it'd George, be the ultimate Cinderella story. Last year, Georgetown won. Georgetown was like six or seven under five hundred. Ray the fire Patrick Ewing. We're we're a little bit more than six or seven under five hundred. I think we have six wins total. But guess really? what? You're still in the tournament. You're still. Yeah, I think in the Nebraska tournament. has six wins total. Again, like football, though, you play in everyone conference. tough. You know, they play in the exactly. daytime tomorrow or at night. They they play in the day. They play Northwestern. Tomorrow's fun because you got college basketball from like nine in the morning to like one in the morning, and just like conference games and. Just trying to put parlays together. I wish I could spend a whole day watching it. I'm fucking pissed I have a job. Yeah, well, you could quit shift, that dude. job. Go go back on unemployment. Or party in the hotel. Just live off your podcast money, man. You're in Nebraska. How much you money do you open need? Open your pool up and, and open it up to the public. Open my hot tub to the public? Yeah. Yeah, rent it out. Rent Sexy out the couples. Yep. Like a Groupon for some friends. That... Ooh, bring some swingers in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Starting yeah. OnlyFans. Hey. It's International Women's Day. <laughs> uh okay, speaking of college basketball, Duke K. We, uh, <laughs> yeah. Coach K from Duke lost his last fucking home game, which uh yeah. none of us were too sad about. Poetic. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I somehow found J. You know, I find like weird podcasts. I found JJ Reddick's podcast. Yeah, and it's really good. And uh, he has a lot of these Duke guys on. He had Jason Tatum, and what what I realized, and this is what Jason Tatum said: playing for Duke is a lot harder than playing in the NBA because you're under such a microscope. Everybody wants you to lose. You're like the big the big dogs in the country, and Everybody like expects you just to win the championship. If you don't, it's a failure. And when you get to the NBA, you can kind of like, there's so many good players. You can kind of get lost and the pressure isn't as much as it was at Duke. And that's really an interesting thing to hear. And what I realized was you got 80 players returning for those kids. Like the game was just too big, man. (laughs) Like the pressure was just too much to win for coach K and, yeah. They shit All the those legendary athletes just watching you. Yeah. Do you hear how much tickets were? Ten? Tickets for that game were averaging at $5,000. It's so weird because it's, it should be for the college kids. Well, it's funny too, but it's like, it's not like there's like a bunch of seniors representing the team either. It's, you know, it's a bunch there's of like three seniors on the team. Right. Well, the it's only a bunch of underclassmen, too. a lot of freshmen that are leading yeah. the way. So they don't really like, you know, one and downers don't, I don't feel they really count that much. Um, I mean, how much does Cameron fit? Like what, six thousand? That's probably one. Of, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I it's it would have been cool. Like it was, it would have been easier if there was fifteen, twenty thousand people there, like a regular arena. But I get the, uh, you know, it's it's a great, it's a cathedral. Like someday, I'd love to go there and watch a game and experience it. But I think it's going to be over because I don't believe that John Shire is going to do a good job. I mean, it's going to be very hard. Well, recruiting's 
such a big part of it. And if he's a great recruiter, that's, I think he'll be, I think he'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, you got to be able to coach too. I mean, it's kind of weird. It's weird that if you look at John Calipari yeah. who just weaponized recruiting yeah, and he, he only has one championship to show for it, even though he's got, he's put like 35 players in the league, you know, they we'll just go show it goes to show how hard it is to win a friggin' multiple yeah. championships in. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think I, nowadays your best bet is just to get, don't go for like top 20 guys go for tw- 20 to 800 guys well you're also you know, like guys that are going to be around a few years yeah. you go for good players that are going to play four years are great players that are going to play one year i mean that's always like damn if you do damn if you don't and certain teams have real like texas has a roster of like four-year players that are good with no like blue chipper right and then you look at baylor and they have like a couple lottery picks and stuff like that and Teams are built differently, and sadly, the lottery teams always win out because the talent is just so good. But uh, it is the, the the tournament's always great. There's a lot of upsets, a lot of a lot of drama. I mean, I'm glad all the crowds are back. The crowds are such an important part of this shit. It's it's a good time in baseball. Shame on you, shame on you. <laughs> no. Good on baseball. It paves the way for the USFL. It does. I mean, the USFL is sitting there going, thank you, MLB. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up, though. Speaking of J.J. Redick, though, he also trashed Zion Williamson. Said he was a bad teammate, like didn't seem into it. Literally, the next thing you know, Zion's like rushing back to the team, and I think he's going to end up suiting back well, up this it's week. Embar- it's embarrassing because look at John ja Morant. I mean, John ja Morant is fucking incredible, and they picked you over John ja Morant. And it's like, stop picking the big guys. It's like drafting a running back. I was fucking blown away. I didn't realize Memphis was tied at the top the, of the oh the, man, the fucking right I would didn't it snuck up on me. I didn't even notice. Yeah, fucking Morant watching him play, he's something special. He really is. Yeah, and he's I, I think they're gonna have a championship in two or three years for sure. Well, I think I Reddick told, also played an extra year in New Orleans to play with Zion. And yeah. Zion just you know getting hurt because he's fat yeah. and out of shape. Well, you know, it's like how bad do you want it? I mean, he's he's like naturally talented beyond talent, but he's a he's like a nice kid that likes comic books and superhero movies. And he's, food. He, he loves him some food. He likes food. And in New Orleans like, is like if oh, you like food, you are gonna get fat uh, if you're in New Orleans. It's the best food in the country. Boys. Oh get my god. Boys. Get those oh, I'm boys. thinking about it right now. It's so good. Oh, I, I could fuck I'd fuck someone for gumbo right now. I I a good po boy, either a fish or a chicken po boy with like just a nice spicy crisp to it. Oh. I never had a bad meal in New Orleans, man. I walk into some shitty dive bars and they have better meals than I could get in Santa Monica. They're all like 10 yeah. bucks. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, I'm salivating yeah. now just thinking about it. Yeah, Maddie, you have some wrestling notes in here? Oh, yeah. I just, I just thought I would say the AEW had a hell of a pay-per-view on Sunday and the CM Punk, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, uh, rivalry or whatever their thing together has been it brought me back to like the 90s of the the attitude era and the 80s and just great storytelling great wrestling and 
I do believe that they are going to take over WWE. I don't think WWE is going to win this battle. They beat Ted Turner 20 years ago when Ted Turner put him on the ropes. But I think Vince is too old to win this battle. And I think it's going to be weird that AEW is going to take over. I mean, I, don't, I mean, if you think about it, you only need a handful. Like, it's just really like wrestling seems to be a handful of stars. Yeah. You know, and, and the ability to do something with them. Yeah. yeah. So you can shift the tides pretty quickly with some uh, magnetic um, performers. So, and yeah, this uh, MJF and CM Punk. It's great. Well, well, I also think what happened with WWE is when they have no competition, they're really lazy. And that's when their product got bad twice. So, like, after the golden age of wrestling, which was the 80s, the early 90s, you saw, like, Doink the Clown. And you saw, you know, <laughs> oh God, these stupid, the gobbledygooker, which was the thing. It's the gobbledygooker. And they, they started doing high school gyms. And then WCW and it brought the fire out of Vince. And then, you know, Austin became huge and the rock and it was extreme. And they were doing these crazy shit on Monday night. Raw. The generation X was amazing. And that brought out the fire that they were, you know, on the ropes. But I don't think Vince, I think he's too old to fight this battle again. Like he had one more battle in him in, in Ted Turner. And then they kind of made like wrestling kind of like, well, let's not, we don't want to get in trouble. So we'll make things really safe, really safe stories, blah, blah, blah. And AEW just turned it up. I don't know. Remember, you're talking about a guy who started a new football league just two years ago. So, yeah. I mean, clearly he's got, he likes to win. And he's got that cocaine energy. So, but like, if yeah, you watch natural cocaine was, energy, he was weird. just interviewed by Pat McAfee. He looked tired as shit. He didn't say a lot. How old I, is I don't he know, now, man. I like, he's like Pat 70 a lot. something, I think. He's 74, I think. See, I like Pat a lot, but Pat's interview was just like, he's the greatest. He's Vince McMahon. He's a fucking legend. Well, like, Pat McAfee is a big, like, I like the guy, but when it comes to interviews, he kind of seems like a softball interview guy. Oh, he's so soft, and he just, like, he sells you. Like, it'll be, you know, he'll st- he don't need to sell Aaron Rodgers. You don't need to sell Vince, but he's just like, this guy's a fucking legend. He's a fucking, you know, he was like, just, just ask him questions. You don't have to say that a hundred times and kiss his ass. Vince is 76 years old, by the way. 76. Yeah. So then you have his kids. Uh, I think Shane McMahon might not even be. Oh, they dropped him. him. He got out. They, they released him. It's Stephanie <laughs> and Hunter and Hunter. How like, hilarious would it be if Shane McMahon went to AEW? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, look, they're, they're kicking ass, man. They're really kicking ass to take names. Well, Shane still has an inheritance to uh, think about, oh, true. too. You know, Shane you make was more smart. Money. Do you know that 20 years ago, Shane told Vince, like, buy the UFC? And he had an opportunity to. And he was like, you have to buy UFC. And he didn't. Oh, wow. It would have been a perfect marriage, too. Because right? UFC really, uh, they really did a lot of uh, wrestler-type antics. You know, yeah, really, uh, a, lot of the, a lot of their stars basically watched wwe and ripped off yeah. his antics for sure or they went back and forth you know you can make some money if you learn how to wrestle you can make some money doing that and then go back like dan the b severin ken shamrock sure ufc 
Yeah, uh, it's a it's a feeder system as well for sure. I mean, Ronda yeah, Rousey they should have bought it. Big yeah. star for them too. See, I don't know why they keep using Ronda Rousey. She's awful. <laughs> She's not great. I don't even care. It's Women's International Day. Fuck her. How There's plenty of other good women in the company to to highlight. You know, I got in a fight with uh, a girl at my sister's wedding. It was the day after Ronda Rousey got her ass beat. And we're like, I'm like, yo, did you see her get her ass beat? And she's like, well, she's going to star in the new uh, Roadhouse. They're going to redo Roadhouse. And I'm like, not after yesterday. They're never going to use her. She's done. She just lost that. She's like, no, it's a done deal. Hey, hey, girl, I got in a fight with four years ago. It's five fucking years later. Where's the Ronda Rousey Roadhouse movie? <laughs> they did do a Roadhouse reboot a while ago. And no one saw it, but now I think they're doing a proper one. Yeah, they're doing a proper one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, they sure not going to use Ronda Rousey. We'll see. We'll see. Unless, unless he plays a bad guy like Terry Funk. Terry <laughs> Funk was great in Roadhouse. You don't look so fucking tall. No, the best was John Doe when he was. Uh, oh, John Doe, that's yeah. shooting that shotgun like it was shooting yeah. his dick. Yeah, John Doe has been in like three movies, and like I always know him from the band X, but I yeah, yeah, no, he's fine. I think you're the me and you're the only one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, X is not a very popular band. Well, they they were they they had some hits in the 80s, you know. Yeah, they were great though. He Uh, uh, they still play in LA. I saw the replacements, he opened up. Oh, it's fucking sick. John Doe, not X. Sorry, Jim. We're talking about (laughs) going off of 80s punk rock. Sort of obscure bands. Um, yeah. All right, what else? Dickie V is cancer free, baby. Yeah, I put that there because I just thought like it's amazing to get good news like that. You know, it's great. And yeah, he, especially with all the bad shit and people we've lost the last couple of years. Um, that's I a mean, win. it's it's perfect for March Madness because he is college basketball. Whether you like him or not, nothing is like him. Go, yeah, daddy. The baby, you know, and then he just, you know, I love this guy. You know, he's he's part of the game, man. He's 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 always something. I mean, love him or hate him. Yeah, no, I, it, yeah, either way, it, it's one of those people like you're glad, even if you hate him, you're glad he's there. You know, yeah, it's, he just brings something. He's a character in a world that is losing all of its Characters. character. There's there's yeah. just not people like that anymore. That no. are that are making up their own. Uh, catchphrases and stuff yeah. without it feeling totally forced. And yeah, there's not he's a real many people that are like larger than life. No. And he, he was essentially selling college basketball for 30 years because he sold all the coaches, he sold all the players, he put them all over. Like to use a wrestling term, he like put guys over by just praising them and praising them and, and loving them. And, and it just seems like, I mean, I'll buy his sincerity because I'm I'm a skeptical guy. So he was the real, you know, good dude. And I'm happy he's he's cancer free. And I'm happy he'll enjoy March Madness because I think that's what he lives for. He doesn't yeah. want to die. I I don't think he wants to die. I don't think so either. <laughs> he's got a few more March Madnesses in him. Yeah, let's hope so. Thank uh think the powers that be he's cancer yeah. free and maddie uh final note you're recommending winning time the hbo series about the 1980s los angeles lakers yeah i thought it was the first episode was really good there's you know there hasn't been a lot of good basketball movies per se 
and sports movies, like I would say boxing is the easiest kind of sports movie to really make good. Uh, football's really hard. Basketball's really hard. Yeah. This is just really fun. Uh, John C. Riley is the perfect Jerry Buss. Uh, the guy who plays Irving Johnson's great. You kind of get into stuff you didn't know about that, like, he wasn't liked when he first came to the Lakers. His teammates didn't like him. We're going to get into that. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like this hardworking kid from Michigan who was really humble going to, like, you know, the sun and the law and the, the palm trees and the ladies. And I, I, they made one weird thing. They made Jerry West the bad guy. Like, they always have a villain that's in within, you know? Does oh, that that's funny. Sense? Yeah, that's interesting yeah. because he was so beloved by the city. Yeah. I mean, his funeral was broadcast on TV. How many I know. sports owners' funerals are going to get broadcast on well, TV? Well, they make Jerry West, not not Jerry Buss, Jerry West, the bad guy. Oh, sorry, Jerry West. My so bad. Jerry West is the GM, and then it, they're fighting because Buss wants magic and Jerry West wants Cindy Moncrief. And, like, the final scene of the first episode, is Jerry West throws his MVP trophy through a window because they draft Magic Johnson over his guy. <laughs> and it's kind of weird because I don't know if Jerry West is alive, but you're basically saying like that he hated Magic Johnson and that he was, you know, one of the greatest draft picks of all time, one of the greatest players of all time. You're, he's basically saying like he didn't want him. And I, I, I'd like to hear that from Jerry West. You know, as opposed to just like making. Well, yeah, he's so lauded for his, you know, team building ability. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, You know, I I mean, he's still alive. I think he was still consulting with um, the Clippers last. Well, I was really upset because he wanted to be with the Lakers again. And that's the thing. I'd love to hear what he has to say about that, because they make it quite clear how uh, how pissed off he was about getting Magic Johnson, which, of course, is nuts because Magic was Magic and, you know, could have played longer if shit didn't happen and you know probably top five top eight player at worst yeah so no he's terrific it's fun it's a lot it's a fun show i recommend it during no football all right maybe i'll maybe i'll watch it maybe we can talk about a little more uh yeah next have you seen it jim or no I haven't yet, but I do have HBO Go, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah, check it out tonight. You'll mm-hmm. it'll go by fast. It's a fun, it's a fun watch. All right. And of course, yeah. Larry Bird's the bad guy, too. Like it's always like, yo, yeah. that white boy on the East Coast. He's playing he's Larry good. Bird. That's what I want to know. I gotta Well, there was Tug Coker played him on Broadway. And he really <laughs> right. wanted to get it, but he didn't get the part. But like I always loved it. It's always like, you know, like they're like the evil guys on the other side of the coast, you know, and they're like. That that bird boy is doing some good things in Boston, you know. They're just gonna uh, they're gonna CG him. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Or he's playing himself. De-aged. Yeah, it's right. just like the, the de-aging fucking uh, visual. Scorsese, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, Jim, any uh, any last words uh, before we get out of here? USFL's coming, boys. They just released the schedule today. So what's the first week? First week is Easter weekend. It's um, first game is the Generals and the Stallions, and then uh, everyone else plays on Sunday. I uh, I would need to relook at the schedule because I just, uh, let me take a look like, at my calendar. Do you think they plan that like they're going to do so, an opening like is, our Lord and Savior Jesus wait, Christ? The USFL rises from the dead. Is, is Easter April second? It's the seventeenth, isn't it? Yeah, isn't that know. Easter Sunday? 
But I, I think what oh, they're yeah. doing, Luke, yeah, is yeah. I think they want they wanted a holiday kind of like how the NFL has Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. They want Easter to be their holiday. That'd be amazing okay. if like people are like, dude, like I gotta be with my family on Easter, but geez, it's the beginning of the XFL. Like, what do yeah, I I'm do? not going unless uh Aunt Cindy puts on the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna be in Birmingham. I'm gonna be in Birmingham that weekend, so That's I might awesome. try and go to every game. I don't know. Jim, you go to the hottest spots, Council Bluffs, I'm already going Birmingham, to the first Ontario. Yeah, I'm going to the first game, so maybe I should just go to every game that weekend. Yeah, you probably should, right? It's, are they like doing double headers? No, I mean they can't. They're all doing it at the same stadium. Oh That'd shit, be that's awesome. right. They're you all playing play like if they have three games, like one o'clock, five o'clock, and like nine o'clock at night, or twelve, four. That's how they're doing it, I think, on Sunday, right? right you think you can, people you from the go- cities are going to travel there? Like this yeah, is I can team. see you going to all three games. I think some might, but I think they're really just going for like the Birmingham family experience yeah. because tickets were, I think tickets like kids get in, like kids under fourteen get in free. I think. Wait, wow. so what I'm hearing like is, is Birmingham is now the Branson of football. Yeah. Basically, you kind of just Basically. go there. You you don't really know. You're not going there for anything specific, but you're going to check out some shows while you're there. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> let's see. Come on, kids. Um. Cool. I like it. I always like new concepts. I like new ways of doing things. So Maddie, anything, any last words? Uh, no, I'll, I'll wait till I die. And I'll no, I know I, you got your mind on the bachelor tonight. It's overnights. Oh, it's, it's tonight. Guy, yeah. It's when the guy I gets to have sex. Week. I thought it was one more week. Okay, no, it's a, it's a double header this week and next week. Back to backs. Okay. Here's my, here's my bet. Wait, there's two episodes next week too. I think so, yeah. Okay, here's my prediction. He sleeps with all three girls, and he, he wants to be Mormon. And he's like, well, they, in Utah, you can marry three women, so why can't I marry them all? Ooh, that's good. You should uh, parlay that with yeah. uh, some sumo wrestling. And uh, I have I a tough Korean baseball. There's, there's a lot of good college basketball on tonight, and it's like I get hooked in the bachelor, and yesterday was a lot of fun when those girls were yelling at each other. <laughs> It's probably good they didn't do that on International Women's Day because a couple of those girls made a fool of themselves and they didn't yeah, represent wouldn't, themselves wouldn't well enough. Jim, you're going to have to start watching at some point. Trust me, yeah. you'll get hooked too. That's right. You'll be gambling. I'm worried about it. That's what. I'm, that's why I haven't started. I'm oh, you, look, I never thought I'd watch that show in a million years. I looked down on it for years. I was just, those garbage. And then I got high one night and it was on. And then I'm hooked. Well, I was the I'm same. On the impractical jokers. My too. wife, my wife got me into it, and then um, Maddie knew I watched it. And then one night, I get a text, and it's like, "Dude, I just started watching The Bachelor. Yeah. This is a great show." <laughs> and then yeah. I, I remember I was at like a, a neighbor's party this for the seven year old kid, and I'm like yeah. texting Maddie like, "No Bachelor spoilers." Yeah, I'm yeah. Like I'm at, I'm like, what, "What happened to my life? I used to go to bars and hang out. <laughs> you know, now I'm telling my buddy not to give me Bachelor spoilers." All right, well, guys. Yeah. We awesome. good? We good? Uh, I'm trying to think of any last words. No, I just want to say much love to everybody. And I keep trying to get this guy on as a guest. Jim, I found this weird guy in my poker group. He's like this. His name is Stud Hudson. His real name is Trevor. But he goes by Stud Hudson. And he's just like this crazy party guy. He's a lot of fun. And he invited some like 50-year-old guy to his apartment. He lives with like six guys in like the sick duplex in Arizona. And this weird random 50 year old guy just started jacking off in his roommate's room. 
and his roommate had a camera on and we're, I'm trying to get the interview because you know that's what we do here. These are the stories we need. I'll get yeah. send you. The, I'm going to send you the screenshots from his room. Of the dude jacking off. Yeah. Okay. And his, and his buddy's like, <laughs> the conversation's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Then you can room? jack off to the images. He's like, I'm going to kill you. He goes, if any piece of my clothing is missing, you're fucking dead. Oh, it's so great. Oh my God. Like, and, and we will be releasing the salsa diaries soon. We we are yeah. going to edit that starting That's tomorrow and they will be out in some form next week. At, yeah. Right, Maddie? You'll right? be learning all the, the the reggae tone foursome will be part of the American uh uh vernacular very soon. Like can't we, all, wait. we all can't wait for that. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the sports hole. It's getting March Madness. It's getting fun. So uh, we'll have a lot of fun stuff to talk about next week. All right. Until then, have a good one. See ya.